This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, I just tweeted out a photo of the plaza in front of the Vancouver Art Gallery. It's been under construction for many, many months. It is starting to take shape, to take form. You can see how it's going to look when it's all opened up to the public. And later on, I want to get your take on, well, your thoughts on the new plaza and the importance of public spaces. But first, we are joined by Lance Berlowitz. He is a principal with Urban Forum Associates. He's an urban planner, and he joins us on the line. Lance, Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, you've written about this uh, on August 7th. That You wrote a piece about this. Uh, it was in the Vancouver Sun uh, about the plaza, about uh, the new space uh, that we've seen uh, coming, uh, to, uh, coming, to, uh, well, coming together in front of the art gallery. What are your thoughts? And I know you were on the, the initial design team. What are your thoughts yes. about how it looks today? Well, I'm pretty excited about where it's gotten to. And as you just said in your intro, um, it's just about complete. They're just putting the, f- the finishing touches on it. Uh, and I think once the fence comes down and everything and the working, the workers are out of there, um, I think people will appreciate the, the clarity and the simplicity of the design. Uh, and that was quite deliberate. We were trying to do something that was a little different from what we usually see in Vancouver, which uh, in terms of open space tends to blur the line between plaza and park. Uh, and I think this is very clearly an urban square. It's not trying to pretend to be a park in the middle of the city. Uh, because that space used to be, if you go back to before the 2010 Olympics, that space was very uh, well known as the lawns in front of the art gallery, a place for people to gather, uh, to sit. So it really has had quite a transformation. I would agree with that, although historically it was an urban square. It was the forecourt to the original uh, provincial courthouse building many, many decades ago when it was still the courthouse. Uh, and so in a way, we were sort of bringing it back into civic play and offering it back to the city of Vancouver and the citizens uh, of our city uh, as a place to gather, to assemble, to come together, to celebrate, to demonstrate or whatever people want to do. And I think that's really important for the city to have a space such as that in the heart of the city. We have lots of green space. And uh, this, as I say, the design team's take on this was that uh, this could serve a different role and has a different destiny in the future of the city of Vancouver. And when you say we don't have a lot of green space right downtown, though. Well, we have Stanley Park not very far away. And, of course, we have the seawall all the way around the downtown peninsula. And in addition to that, of course, there are local parks as well uh, in downtown south and in various other parts of the city in the West End. So um, I think, you know, it's, it's not set up as an opposition to that. It's just an alternative to that. Uh, this is a space that is in the heart of the city. Uh, it is hard surfaced quite consciously in order to be able to uh, be used in a multitude of different ways and configurations. Um, and what's interesting is that those people who are concerned or might be uh, you know, wondering about where is the landscaping, uh, the fact is that there are actually more trees now, new healthy trees planted in the space than they were uh, before the design uh, changed it. And I guess and so that has been some of the criticism, I suppose, of it, or some of the comments have been, it just looks so gray. It looks so stark and with hard edges, and, and it, it is different. It is different, and it's more like a, a, a European model of an urban square. But I would say that uh, give, give it time, wait for the citizens of Vancouver, the people of Vancouver, uh, to take possession of the space, and I believe it will become hot, very colorful and uh, Animated, uh, I think that's what's obviously missing right now is that obviously currently with the fences up, uh, it's not open yet. So I think once people, once people literally take possession of that space, uh, it'll be anything but gray and colorless. I think it'll become very colorful 
and it will resume its rightful role as the heart of the city. And we'll be seeing great events there and celebrations, um, festivals and so on. And uh, we certainly look forward to seeing that. Do you think it'll be a welcoming place, though, for people to simply gather and to pe- for people to hang out? Or is, is it meant to be that way? Absolutely. I think it will. I think the point about it being a relatively neutral space is that people can put their own stamp in it. They can use it in their own way. They can take over large areas or they can just take up a little corner or they can you know, pull up a seat. Uh, one of the things that we'd like to see is a robust uh, programming and operations plan for the space, which could include, for example, movable tables and chairs and so on, so that people can actually come in and use the space as they see fit. Uh, you wrote uh, in uh, the piece uh, that you that you had about this uh, about the the viewpoint. If you're sitting in the space, uh, the the where you're looking, whether you're looking, you're not really taking advantage of the architecture around you. Rather, you'll be looking out at the streets around you, which isn't quite as exciting or beautiful. Can you explain that a bit more? Well, if you think about traditional or historical um, public squares in, say, Europe uh, and elsewhere, Eastern uh, North America. Uh, the, squa- the spaces are typically defined by the buildings around their edges, and typically the space, the squares will go all the way out to the edge of those building facades that define the space, the vertical dimension. Uh, in this case, there are three really busy streets uh, that surround the square on three sides, and uh, only on the south side, the former courthouse, currently the Vancouver Art Gallery building, actually defines the space and, and, and engages with it directly on, along the south side. So I think there is uh, still an opportunity to do that perhaps in the future, sort of, you know, version two, um, where, whereby the streets themselves have become part of the space. They would be captured in the public space, and we would rethink the design, at least conceptually, of those streets as they surround the, as they surround the square. So there are lots of examples of that all over the world, where streets cross over into public squares, which are pedestrian-oriented, but still allow traffic to move through them. And I think that's an opportunity that still awaits its day. I mean, when you talk about this too, uh, and comparing it to, to squares in Europe, the first thing I thought about, and I love a lot of the squares in the European cities because they are such gathering places, but you often see children playing in those spaces as well and kicking balls around while, while their parents are eating and enjoying a meal. I can't see that in this space right now because all I see is a ball going flying out onto Georgia Street. Yeah, and I think that's an example of what we're talking about is that that's an opportunity that still, you know, awaits uh, its its delivery. I think that those streets are a challenge, in particular Georgia Street, because as we Vancouverites know, Georgia Street is a is a major arterial right through the city and connects the Lionsgate Bridge. Uh, and that traffic's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, and, and, and the other two streets, Howe and Hornby, are both one-way couplets. You know, the one is one way north and the one is the other way south. So Again, those are two very important sort of arterial streets through the city. So I think calming that traffic through there um, is, is one of the things that I think we could still perhaps look at in the future um, and perhaps you know slowing the traffic down or ch- at least changing the, the surface of those streets, thinking about extending the ground plane out to the walls of the buildings that surround the square and help engage with the uses from those buildings into the square. I think a part of what we're looking for is food services and so on. In the space, uh, again, like typical European squares, you'll often see, you know, kiosks and things in the square or cafes surrounding them and and, and sort of spilling out into the space. So I think um, you have to kind of squint a little bit at it right now, but I think we've laid the ground, we've laid the table 
for those things to develop over time as as the city matures and and embraces the space. Uh, We've had a a stretch of very hot, dry weather here. We did get some rain this morning. Uh, One of the concerns is covered space in that it's beautiful in the summertime when you're sitting outside. Maybe you've gone to a food truck and you're sitting out there. But what about the rest of the year when it rains? Well, that's a legitimate fact. That's 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 a fair comment, and and I think you know there is a small covered area along the northern, the eastern side of the space. There's that white pavilion structure uh, facing House Street, uh, and part of the thinking behind that was to provide some coverage uh, for people people to be able to sit underneath that. Uh, and and the other thing I would mention is that you know one day when the Vancouver Art Gallery decides whether or not it's staying in that building or perhaps relocating, as they're still hoping to do. There is an opportunity to provide some kind of a connection into the art gallery building from the square, potentially. As you know, the original front door of the courthouse building opened onto the square, and that's been closed for decades now since it was converted to the gallery. So I think there are opportunities, again, once uh, the decision around the Vancouver Art Gallery is confirmed, uh, if it does relocate, uh, of actually physically connecting from the square into that building and perhaps also adding weather coverage, weather protection along the side of that building, or even just temporary umbrellas and things like that. You know, if you have like a food kiosk or a food truck and that type of thing, you could have umbrellas set up as well in the space. All right. Uh, one more question before I let you go. The sure. fountain. People still lament the loss of the fountain. I can't imagine why. <laughs> People <laughs> like to put soap in it. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> We wouldn't have minded having a fountain, by the way. The design team did look at the idea of a water feature. Uh, and in the end, I have to be candid about that, that the client, the city of Vancouver, nixed that because of cost and operational issues and concerns about maintaining it. Uh, you know, again, there was a very modest construction budget relative to these types of spaces elsewhere in the world, which we did look at and explore. And there was only so much we could do. So we've kind of laid the tablecloth, as it were, uh, and invite guests over now for dinner. And we look forward to seeing how the festivals take over the space. All right, Lance Berlowitz, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Not at all. Thank you, Joe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is Lance Berlowitz. He's a Vancouver-based urban planner. He's a principal with Urban Forum Associates. He was on the original design team for the new square. When we come back after the news headlines to the bottom of the hour, I want to hear from you on this, and we can have a bigger discussion about public spaces as well. But if you work downtown, perhaps you've walked by the space, you've driven by the space, maybe you live near the space, we can see it from our studios. I do want to hear from you about this. This newest square in Vancouver. What do you think? There has been criticism saying it's too stark, it's too concrete, there are no chairs. And as Lance mentioned, this is just the beginning, it is just opening up. But I want to hear from you and what you think about this space. We'll open up the phone lines when we return, right after your news headlines to the bottom of the hour. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.